0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the At the Beat podcast. Um, just want to say, I uh, hope you all had a great 2023. Uh, welcome to 2024. I hope it's a great year for everyone listening out there. Um, whether you're coming from the video that I posted about my recap episode or you're just a regular listener of the podcast, welcome. Uh, we're going to do d- things a little bit differently this time. Um, not posting voicemails uh, Instead I'm going to be talking about myself The podcast And, and some other relevant things So uh, If you want to stick around Listen to those things um, This is my first time Really ever recording a podcast episode And i got a little outline here in front of me So I don't Lose total track about What I'm talking about But Just go ahead Sit back Relax And uh, bear with me As I stumble along uh, About What I'm doing here So Uh, For those who aren't familiar, maybe didn't even do any digging on who runs this podcast and um, who you're sending your voicemails into, um, hello, my name is Philip Ward. Um, I'm a 25-year-old male from the Midwest. Um, I actually am an engineer as my day job, Um, so... Outside of work, I do a lot of art, and uh, this project being one of it, I've been taking pictures and making films since I was probably, like, eight years old. Um, Last October of 2023, I actually shot a film, a short film, out in the state of Iowa, um, of all places, out a Farmhouse. Um, A little, like, Black Mirror-type episode thing. Uh, It's currently under editing process, but... um, but yeah, um, that's a little bit about me. Um, I do work a lot um, on top of my job. I Pretty much all of my free time goes to making art um, when I'm not spending time with people or uh, my girlfriend. So, you know, I do a lot of behind-the-scenes work. Um, for example, right now I'm... Sitting in a little makeshift recording studio, got a bunch of sound panels up on the wall, a nice uh, little mic stand to to be able to sit here and record this episode and and make it sound nice for you guys. So, um, you know, I, like I said, I spend about 10, 20 hours a week on, on this project. Maybe I didn't say that. I don't know. It's in my head. It's rattling around in there somewhere. So, um, but yeah, 10 to 20 hours a week is what I spend on this project and, um, um, you know, and I, I occasionally get help, um, from my wonderful and beautiful girlfriend, um, and she helps me a lot with this project and so do my family members and my friends at times. So, you know, although I do a lot of the work, um it isn't just me behind this, um, but um a little bit more about me. I, I do have a sister and, you know, parents and um I like to see them as much as I can. I um have some buddies that, you know, help me with this project that I spend time with as well. And uh, other than that, I don't know if it's too smart to give out too much details. And and I don't want people to know too much about me and and stray away from the project here. But um, I know a big question of, you know, that I get in the comments. And, you know, people just ask me in person, so why did you do this? So, You know, I started this project, it started in the year 2020, um, I started journaling that year, and um, I I actually received a criticism from somebody at the time that the art I was making, you know, didn't really mean much, and um, unfortunately I have to sit here and admit that person was right, and that's never a good feeling, but you know, at the time I was writing a lot, and and I try to turn that into something, um, beneficial for myself, so I started thinking about my art and thinking about things in my life. Um, and at that time, I was taking uh, ancient Greek classes. Um, aside from my engineering degree, I I really enjoyed studying um, the arts, and um, you know, I took classes in architecture as well. Um, and in ancient civilizations, and specifically the Greek people, because I feel like they are the closest um, civilization that we had. Um, you know, pre-modern that really uh, kind of mirrors modern life as it is today, and the way their life, um, the way they looked at life, I should say, is really similar to, to how we do today, um, and, um, they are much more egalitarian society, meaning that, uh, they viewed, you know, mostly people equal, now, it was a long time ago, so things weren't exactly that way, but, um, you know, men and women definitely expressed uh their sexual desires and it's pretty easy to see that in the gods that they worshipped and and they just seem more true to life, um, in the way they approached life and, and pleasure and pain and suffering. And um there was actually somewhat of a motto back then that that um Greeks really saw life as just a um a conveyor belt for, for suffering, per se. Um, and that's kind of just a slightly poetic way of saying that life is suffering and, um, that, uh, uh, you just kind of have to deal with it and look at the good things in life and, and, and deal with all the pain and trouble that life brings. And, and that was kind of where I wanted to start the podcast. I've, I've always been a, an observer of people. Um, I'm really much more of a listener than a talker, especially in big public spaces. And, uh, so you know, I started getting this idea and writing in my journal of how I could get people in a way to let me observe them and let me really into their lives and um, uh, kind of express how they viewed their lives and their troubles and experiences. You know, I, I'm reading about this ancient civilization, but I really, really wanted to um, get a modern sense of of this, uh, of this account. Um, of people and their attitudes and, and how they're living. Um, so that's kind of where the project started, but I didn't really know how how to implement that. Um, and this goes without saying that, you know, this, this voicemail project isn't the first version of this. I, I know there was a thing, and I'm forgetting the name of it, um, uh, where somebody left a phone line on for people to make confessions to. Um, I, I think it was based in New York and and that got shut down um uh but i saw something on the internet it's called the unsent project where people i believe send in emails and i thought that was very interesting um and so so i was like huh i wonder if there's a way that i could do it um you know where i hear people's voices get that emotional connect um because words can only do so much, but when you hear people talk about their lives, um, in and this is why I think podcasts are so f- freaking popular in the modern age now. Um, it, it really gives you, you know, almost like somebody's in the room with you, and you can really get a feeling of what they're expressing. So, you know, um, actually at the time, my, my friend put their phone out to the public. I, th- I think they posted it on their Snapchat. Um, I was still in college at this time. It was the spring of 2021. And because they were trying to get over their fear of, you know, talking to people on the phone. And, um, and you know, they couldn't answer calls. And um, so some of them went to voicemail and I was like, huh, you know, I, I think this would be a, a good way to do what I've kind of been trying to figure out for a while. So I, I actually sent a text to myself in March of 2021 uh and it just said voicemail project idea or actually no scratch that said voicemail video idea i'm looking at the text now um and that was back in in march of 2021 and uh and then and then i sat on it for a while you know because i wasn't sure um voicemail um answering machines they actually only have like a 20 minute limit um on them on most machines and so I got discouraged because it was like, man, like this would be a huge maintenance project of constantly having to save and erase voicemails, you know, especially if the project got as popular as it is now. Um, so I kind of gave up, to be honest. Um, I just wasn't sure how would it would even be feasibly possible. Um, and I, you know, didn't know if I could just like do it on my phone. Um, but... um I ended up graduating and and moving on with my life and, and, and sitting on it and, and I just had it sat down in my my journal. I ended up turning that text into a little, little, um, journal entry about the project and what I was thinking I wanted to do. Um, and, and then I sat on it for a few years. Um, and then, uh, what was it Mid- middle 2022 you know I, I always go back and, and this is kind of for everyone a life lesson to always write things down I had a, I had a mentor tell me that in college and it's really helped me especially in my art- artistic endeavors but um, really just write everything down because I ended up going back to that and I was like man this is such a such a good idea to to execute and I was talking with my girlfriend we had pretty much started dating at the time she's like yeah you should do it you know so um, the winter time of 2022 rolled around and, um, I found a service that would give me unlimited voicemail data. And, um, and then, um, so I, I made a new phone number and gave it out to the internet and, and it, it blew up. I was actually surprised at the response. I mean, I, I received over <laughs> 30,000 voicemails. I believe it was, it's been a while now it's been over a year, but was over thirty thousand voicemails on the first week of the project, and it was just overwhelming. I remember, I remember when I gave out my phone number. Um, I actually was going to my girlfriend's family's house for Christmas time, and my just phone was blowing up. I just couldn't believe it. Um, I mean, I I still had notifications on for that service at the time, and it. I mean, my phone would just literally not stop vibrating it was it was in crazy like I just have I kept having to put my phone away in my coat in the back room of my girlfriend's family's place and I I just couldn't help myself from going to keep and checking just the number of voicemails rising and rising and rising that that night and it was really surreal experience and and you know going back to the idea of just writing things down and um you know I was just like man why didn't I do this sooner you know um so a little life lesson for you guys is you know to the background of this project you know write your ideas down don't be afraid to execute them um but uh yeah uh going to my outline here I just started yapping without looking at it um yeah I I already mentioned this but now the project's over you know 100,000 voicemails and um you know at that time when I made it, I, the project only existed on my personal TikTok account. And, you know, I instantly, I was like, man, like this would be a nightmare to manage along with my other art. Um, you know, I and it'd be kind of a wise move at the same time to make a separate project account for this. So I think like a couple of days into receiving all those voicemails, I instantly just made a, a, a project identity for, for everything and named it At The Beep you know, I I had a few ideas, you know, I was bouncing off of my friends and my girlfriend and at the beep just seemed to stick. And it still does. I mean, I don't know how other people feel about the project name, but you know, I, I actually really love that. I chose that in, and the simple logo being just the voicemail logo. Um, you know, and, and then I colored it and designed it and I didn't design it. I mean, the voicemail logo already exists out there and, um, you know, as a generic thing, but, um, you know I've been able to play with that but I instantly made a project identity for everything and and then um, came out with another video uh, notifying people of that and then everybody flocked over there and the response just since then has been amazing and I've just basically been working um, over the past year just non-stop on this project trying to make little promo videos along with trying to post a voicemail every day you know life gets in the way a bit but um, you know, like I went on vacation, didn't really post some, especially I went on vacation to the West coast with my girlfriend for our one year and, um, I lost my phone. So I wasn't posting any time over there, but it, it was kind of annoying too. Cause I had some, a couple, um, voicemails kind of doing really well at the time and I couldn't really monitor it or, or post more. And so I, I just thought that was kind of funny, you know, life comes at you a little bit there, but, um, yeah, I mean, I've been working on this project nonstop to try to, you know, really get into the voicemails and, and get them to you guys to listen to. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's it been it's been hard, you know, a little bit working full time. But, you know, I, I love it every minute of it. I mean, I don't think I'd still be wanting to do it every day after a year if I didn't, um, you know, and I, I get to hear so much of people's lives. And, you know, also, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be here. Um, being able to make all of this without the help from my girlfriend or, you know, my friends and family, um, you know, many nights, my girlfriend, which we, we have a semi long distance relationship. She lives about 50 minutes away from me, um, via car. But, uh, you know, there's many nights she, she sacrifices me just working on my computer for, you know, an hour or two. Um, you know, like, Hey, like I got to post this and, you know, she sits back. It's perfectly fine helps me sometimes and she's great sport about it you know um, a lot of those videos you see that are translated um either in Spanish my my girlfriend her primary language is Spanish um or even when I just can't seem to figure out what people are saying in the voicemails I'm trying to write the subtitles you know I go hey like can you help me out here and you know she's got a pretty good ear she's a she's definitely a talker she loves uh being social so you know sometimes she has a better ear for it than myself but um so moving on, I, I see we're already sixteen minutes into this podcast. So um moving on to some stats um, of this podcast. I already mentioned we're over one hundred thousand voicemails. Actually, the at the time of recording this, uh we're at one hundred thousand one hundred and sixty one voicemails, which is unbelievable. Um I can't really fathom how uh how that many people, you know, and obviously there's repeat callers, but you know, let's just assume it's mostly unique callers, you know, let's say 90,000 people have decided to just call this phone line. Um, you know, I just can't fathom that. And it's hard not to just sit here, this whole podcast and say, thank you. Um, so thank you. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's just unbelievable. Um, I still get on an average day. I still get even a year later, 100 a couple hundred calls a day um if a video is doing really well at the time then i'll maybe get a thousand or two thousand calls that day um you know people just getting more exposure to that number either uh in my links or my profiles um and so that's kind of how calls are still continuing to roll in um and uh so the kind of the demographics of these calls It is really overwhelmingly female, um, or at least I assume to be. You know, I can really only assume based on how people's voices sound. But, um, you know, I would say for every 15 calls or maybe more, um, for every 15 women that call, it's probably one man that calls my line. And that is just astonishing. And, you know, I've been trying to figure out, you know, how, how do I get men to call more? Um, and without kind of invading the project myself and being like, Hey men, call my line, you know, um, instead of just letting things happen naturally, which is what I prefer. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, when I listen to these in my free time or, you know, um, editing, you know, it's, it's almost difficult, you know, or I'll go a long time without hearing a male's voice. And so, you know, if you go to like break down you know, one in 15, that's about 94%, um, uh, female callers, which is insane. And when I look at the statistics of my, of my project, you know, on social media or, um, you know, other, other spaces like the podcast, you know, it shows that it's about 60 to 70% female, which is a little lower. Um, you know, I'd like it to be on the 60% half cause at least that's almost, you know, half and half, um, uh, and I think like 10% or 5% is like, um, non-binary or undefined, um, on people's profiles. But, uh, yeah, the project is overwhelmingly female. And I don't think that's a surprise to, to most people really. Um, you know, I, I think women get a rep or more, more so I should say men get more of a, um, a rep in society that they're less willing to open up about things. And I, I think this is somewhat evident of that, um, you know, but but the strange thing is is that when men call um, it is actually drastically different than the way women call you know I get a lot of women callers and they're you know either just saying hi most of the time or you know I hope everybody's doing good and you know I hope you know you're you're achieving your goals and stuff it, it's it's a lot of just small talk type of calls and that's not to say they don't share some pretty gruesome or exciting stories because they definitely do but you know a lot of female callers, you know, they'll have those kind of filler calls, um, come in where, you know, they're just sharing little tidbits or, you know, saying hi. Um, where when men call, it's really only one of two variations, either they're trying to be really funny or they are just pouring their souls out. Um, you know, it's rare to see, uh, male callers and just, um, have them just say hi, you know, (laughs) You know, and I, I think that kind of speaks to also that kind of idea in society where um, men don't feel like they have people to talk to. So I think this is the way their way of kind of getting something off their chest in a way. The, the men that do decide to call um, whether it's, you know, something silly, you know, like a joke or, you know, something more serious. So it's really interesting even though men aren't calling, you know, nearly as much as women, you know, they they tend to get right to the point. Um but uh yeah, and I, I think this kind of statistic is pretty evident on my profiles. I mean, when you go look through the videos and hear the calls either on this podcast or or you know, my TikTok or my Instagram, um it's it's mostly women. And that's not by choice. Um, you know, these are chosen randomly and, you know, it just happens that mostly women are calling uh some other quick stats um you know <laughs> i say stats you know but this is just kind of a rough estimate of what i've learned because in actuality i've probably only listened to around f- 5000 of these calls um over the past year you know there's 100,000 you know it's a, it's a lot of um audio data to go through but um you know i'd say about 15% of those calls are kind of what I call like unusable, um, calls where people just, you know, like I, I play the audio file and, and it's just a flat line, you know, nobody's saying anything. There's no noise. Um, or, you know, it's completely inaudible, you know, some people call and they might've had their phone in a weird spot, um, or the microphone covered and you just can't understand them at all. So when I come across those ones, I I don't use those ones, you know, that'd just be a waste of everyone's time. Um, and, uh, it probably hurt the project as well. Um, and then, you know, uh, uh, grouped in with those 15% of the calls, um, is, you know, people that would just pick up the phone and say, Hey, Oh shit. And then, you know, hang up. So, you know, those are, there's quite a few of unusable phone calls in there and and I don't mind those ones where people just say, Hey, but, um, usually when I come across those when I'm doing my random picks, um, I kind of just set those aside, uh, Because I just don't think that really has a place other than maybe, you know, where I catalog them and for the public uh, at some point, which is a future plan of this project. And I would say another stat, which I don't think would be a surprise to anybody, um, you know, because most art in the world uh, reflects this. But about 80 percent of the calls are about love in, in some way, either about heartbreak or, you know, I love my mom and dad or. You know, I love my grandparents who passed away, or, you know, I still love my ex, or you know, I'm heartbroken. You know, I, you know, I thought I loved them. You know, about eighty percent of the calls, I would say, are are some version, of of love, and I just don't. I really don't think that's a surprise. I think if anybody like sat back and listened to, any song that you hear on the radio, or I won't even say radio. Who 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 listens to the fucking radio anymore? But um you know any any art that you consume is in some way either inspired or just directly about love and it it consumes our life really and so it's no surprise um you know love is really the driving force between not between behind most of these calls here and uh you know it, it it's kind of reassuring um and when you start listening to these calls so much and you you realize you, you're kind of not alone. You know, you hear all these stories about love and, you know, everybody sh- shares that commonality and, you know, you kind of get reassured. Okay, everybody's been heartbroken at some point. Everybody's gone through some painful things, losing a loved one, um, but even all the small stuff. Um, and, you know, and I and I hope that's what the audience is kind of realizing, listening to these, these podcasts too, like myself. You know, you really get a sense that you're not alone. Um, and you know, that's kind of the goal of the project. Um, you know, maybe it was before the project started too, but definitely now that, you know, I hope people listen to these calls, um, as I am and kind of really looking back at and reflecting on your life and being like, Hey, like, you know, this was me at one point, or this is me right now, or, you know, this might be me in the future. Um, you know, I might be excited about my 21st birthday coming up like this person is, or, you know oh man this person lost their grandfather I remember when I lost my grandfather um, you know it was a pretty hard time in my life you know it, it kind of goes to show that we're all connected and and although like everybody just seems to be against each other nowadays and you know I swear if you get stuck in that echo chamber on the internet of people arguing you know you're like man now there's no way I'm like that person but you know really it it it's a big reminder every time I sit down and go to listen to these things it's just man like you know, everybody's living somewhat, some, some version of the same life, and, you know, we got a lot of the same experiences, and, you know, that's not to downplay, you know, some positions that some people are in life, you know, some people definitely have it way better or way worse than other people, but, you know, it comes down to it, everybody loves, everybody grieves, you know, in, in, in some way or another, and, you know, and that's kind of what the project is at least showing me, you know, and, even like the weird stuff, you know, people calling and just being like super goofy or being like, you know, or even super serious. Like I cheated, you know, you know, like cheating's like a very serious thing and nobody likes to either admit that they've been cheated on or, you know, they have cheated, but it's a very real thing that a lot of people face, you know? And so even like the small things or the, the weird stuff that people go and post, like it really, you know, it, it's just a reminder that, you know, there's so many people out there that just have the same things in their life. I got a cough. <coughs> oh shit! Yeah, this this episode actually should have came out a little closer to New Year's, but I got sick on New Year's, so went out to a freaking bar in Milwaukee, and <laughs> wasn't a smart move. Um, you know, and and kind of going back on that idea of you know. That weird stuff, you know, and say like cheating, for example, because I brought that up, you know. I, I I think, and I what I would hope people realize is, you know, it, You you feel a little less guilty about your mistakes that you've made in life, um, you know, and not to say cheating as the only example, but any mistake. I mean, people have called and talked about many mistakes, you know, like saying like, oh man, I regret saying what I said to my mom before she died, or or, you know, you know, something along those lines, you know, you kind of realize that, you know, other people have made those mistakes as well. And we're all kind of human, right? And you know, you kind of start to feel less guilty about making a mistake and much more willing to admit like, Hey, like I did something wrong. And, and so is this person, you know, so maybe I shouldn't feel as bad as I do. Um, and you know, I kind of like that thought process too. you know, not only are they living the same lives, but they're, they're screwing up things the way that I am too. Um, you know, nobody's perfect. And, you know, it's kind of reassuring to, to, to hear that a little bit. Um, people are more or less the same, you know, and I like listening to voicemails too, that, you know, somebody's like, oh, when I was 12 or, you know, when I was in high school, um, because it kind of reminds me that life is kind of like this cycle. Um, you know, I listen, I heard a song lyric recently that was like, you know, spinning the turnstile over and over. And it's kind of true. Um, you know, life just seems to be kind of a one big circle where you kind of, you know, maybe when you're 25, you feel a little bit closer to when you were 12. And then maybe when you turn 30, you know, you feel more like your 16 year old self and, and so on and so forth. And and you know, like at this time in my life right now, I feel like I'm closest to what I felt like when I was like a little kid figuring out the things I liked in life and having joy for those things. You know, I'm at that point in my life where, you know, I'm finding joy in a lot of things again. And, and, you know, I, I'm kind of getting over this like big, sad episode of, of my life. And, uh, and so like, I, I, I kind of like love hearing the voicemails of people talking about their passions and and um you know what it's ex- what excites them and you know those are always fun to listen to cuz you know that's where i'm at in life and you know you kind of get this perspective that life is a circle um you know like at one at one point in your life you're you're like man i really just don't want to be on this planet anymore and you know oh now i could run a through a brick wall i'm so full of energy You know, all of these voicemails that, you know, I listen to feel like some kind of echo towards myself, you know. You know, it's really just bouncing off a wall in my room and just hitting me, um, you know, as if it's something that I've said. And, you know, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, that's what other people are realizing, too. You know, this person talking is, you know, they almost think it's them. You know, not in a literal sense, but, you know, in in kind of a hypothetical or, you know, metaphor kind of way and, you know... And you know this theme just keeps seeming to repeat itself over and over but but yeah, I mean it, it really feels like an echo, you know, and as this project evolves more and more, it's more just like, okay, these are just all calls for myself um you know, and it's almost like a way of of therapy um where you know I'm get to hear hear myself uh, hear myself at other stages of my life um And maybe stages that I even haven't had yet. Um, I I love when older people call because it really gives me like a sense of, you know, what my life might be in the future and what kind of worries I have. And yet all these older callers also talk about their younger selves. And, you know, you know, life's just like I said, a a turnstile. It's really just this this pattern. And, um, you know, it seems to all be an echo um, of myself. And like I said, I hope that's what people are listening and and realizing too. The way I like to phrase it is, um, you know, I was this caller once at one point and they are me and, you know, and I think that's just the the extension of the human condition and kind of going back to my, my Greek classes that I studied, you know, the human condition, you know, we're all born into it and we all spend this life and no matter what trajectory we're on or what we do with our careers or anything... You know I can hear a voicemail from a stranger and just feel exactly the same way and that's that's just a phenomenal coincidence to me and, and to the point of you know maybe coincidence isn't the right word, but you know um a connection almost a spiritual one, you know me being you know trained as a quote unquote scientist and stuff you know you know admitting that spiritual things exist is sometimes hard but you know when when things like this happen it, it's kind of hard to to not feel that way um that we're all connected in some way you know all the literal people will be out there like no shit you know we all are subjected to the same things in life but you know when you talk about on this level on this hive mind kind of level it's it's really a phenomenal experience and you know like i said that's just kind of what i get reminded every time i listen to one of these voicemails you know <sighs> When you when you sit back and reflect and go, you know, this person's me and I'm them, you know, it's also really helped me with, like, empathizing with other people and their problems and and gaining perspective maybe on people's mistakes and where they're at in life. Um, because, you know, if if I can't do that for myself, how the hell am I going to do that to strangers and, and vice versa, right? Um, so the more I listen to these voicemails, the more I feel close to strangers around me and the more I can empathize with people. Um, and you know, I'm kind of hoping again, that that's what callers are thinking too. You know, I get a lot of nasty comments, you know, especially on YouTube. YouTube seems to be like, (laughs) just really super critical of anybody that calls, which is, which is crazy. I think that needs to be studied a little bit, how the demographic of YouTube works. But anyways, um, uh, (laughs) sorry, those comments just absolutely like throw me for a loop, man. Those, some of those comments are crazy. Like this girl, We'll be like oh man i'm on my last leg and they'll be like yeah you should end it and i'm like what the fuck you know but i i try not to convene you know i've had a few times where i had but you know i try to let things happen naturally um for the most part on this project you know because i i think that's kind of should be the intention with everything um and you know rare times like this i get my input but but anyways you know um you know, I hope everybody's like listening to these calls and you may not agree with people's lifestyles or, you know, you know what they're saying exactly. But I, but I hope people are listening and being like, Hey, like, you know, this is just another human being in the human condition. Um, and I, I can, I can see them, you know, I can empathize with them and, you know, I'm kind of hoping that's, that's what callers are in are, listeners are, you know, kind of realizing what's with, with how things are going and how this project is evolving, you know, maybe you just started listening and you're not at that point yet, but if you've been around a little while, you know, you know, I'd hope you've kind of grown an understanding for strangers around you and, and able to empathize with them a little bit. Um, you know, and even the more heinous things, like I mentioned, like cheating or, you know, maybe somebody's like, man, I like, you know, I got in a fight with my friend, like a fist fight, you know, and it was my fault. Like I hit them and, you know, you know, and they obviously regret it. They feel remorse for it. You know, you know, you might not want to do that or you, you, you're thinking, Oh, I wouldn't, you know, I would never do something like that. But to hear it out loud and hear somebody say that out loud, it kind of gives you an idea that, Hey, you know, maybe I'm too, being too hard on strangers and, and their mistakes. Um, You know, and and overall, not just empathizing, but it's, this project's just kind of opened me up more as a whole, like as just a human being, you know, I feel like I understand people more and understand what people care about, you know, and, uh, it's actually crazy. You know, people rarely, if ever call about, you know, money or fame or, you know, all the superficial materialistic things in life (laughs) there, you know, people really only call to talk about people. Um, or talk about themselves, or what they're struggling with, or what they're happy about. Um, and, you know, that anonymity um, really, like, removes the veil, I think, when when people call, because they get to really express what they are, and what they care about. And, you know, this project's really given me an understanding of what people really care about. Um, you know, it's, it's so funny, it seems like people put on this act, this materialistic act of society, and you can kind of see why when you move from society to society, either if it's the ancient Greeks or, you know, you know, say like American society versus, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, <laughs> like I said, I'm still getting over some sickness here, so bear with me, but, um, you know, compare like a, an American society with say like an you know, Eastern Asian society, you know, or just pick any random place in the world, you know, what people care about seems to stay the same, you know, people and, and their health and, and things like that. And, um, but you know, the kind of materialistic thing seems to change. And I think that's just kind of society placing that on us a little bit, or maybe a lot of it. Um, you know, like I think in in American culture, it's really important to have like a really cool car, but in Europe, nobody, I don't think, really cares about that unless, like, you're uber rich. But, you know, they got great public pr- transportation, so why need to be materialistic about something that I'm already, like, benefiting from, right? You know, and, you know, just kind of look back. You know, people never really call about those things, you know. I've got a few calls where people are like, oh, man, I'm going to work really hard to be a billionaire, but those are, like, one in a million kind of calls. And, um, you know, people really only call about people, Um and, and again, when you, when you take art into consideration and, and human nature, you know, I, I, I think that just tends to agree with what's true. Um, art's rarely made about materialistic kind of things, unless it's like a criticism about it. Um, you know, and I, and I think if you like look at this project as a whole, um, that's kind of what it's saying at the same time too. Like people don't call on a call about materialistic things. So it's kind of a criticism on those things as well. Um, which I think is kind of neat if you l- want to look at it in, like, that perspective. Um, in in total, like, when I think about how this project affects me and how I see people, you know, it's kind of broadened my perspective of emotion and my, you know, my ability for emotion, but also, like, how people have emotions, you know. You know, people will call, really, and express themselves in unique ways, which I which I think is interesting, you know. You know, some people, when they call about, you know, a death, you know, they're not sitting there crying and stuff and you know they're not even saying oh you know I love them they were great but they're just kind of taking it as like a, a metaphor for life and then you start explaining like you know you know this person touched me in this way um in a, you know in the spiritual way and um you know I'm going to take that with the rest of me I think there's this one girl that called and she talked about how um ah, man it was such a long time ago so if I butcher this but she basically called about um their dad's family friend um and how he was such a you know just a positive person in life and they're just like you know I just know their impact on my soul um and you know I'm just going to carry that on through the rest of my life and you know it's just so nice to hear you know it wasn't like I miss them or you know they should be here you know it's just like you know it is my duty from here on out to to serve you know their purpose and you um, you know things like that when when people uniquely ex- express emotion in that way it's it's really fascinating to me and it's kind of broadened my perspective of things a little bit too you know think about things in a more artistic and you know purposeful way you know when when grief strikes or you know things of that nature so you know and <laughs> not only is this like um you know a venting space or whatever but sometimes this project can be like really like an advice board um bulletin or whatever um uh and you know like so many people leave me with little nuggets of you know gold of how to treat life and some of those i've posted before um and you know i hope i hope you know people are taking it as much as i do um into my life you know you know if i if i think about my family or or my girlfriend or even my friends you know this project just kind of taught me how to how to love people more and be a little bit more present which I have, you know, trouble with a lot of times. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of indebted to a lot of these callers that call and just leave, you know, these great nuggets of advice on, on my line. So, so yeah, I mean, it's really been an awesome experience just hearing people, um, you know, and I, and it's caused me to gain like a better appreciation for life in general. Um, You know, the fact that everyone's kind of stuck on the same things, you know, the same general topics in life is kind of, you know, give me a sense that, okay, we're all in this together, Um, you know, or, you know, they're all excited about the same things. I hate to always hear about the negative. You know, a lot of people do call and vent, but even the positive things like we're we're all looking forward to the same things, you know? And so like, it's got me an appreciation for life just because I can, I can recognize that, you know, we're all in this kind of together attitude, and, you know, instead of sitting back and hating where I'm at or comparing myself, you know, I can sit back and, and kind of appreciate life for what it is in that sense, you know, and, you know, another reason just to be kind of indebted to this this project, you know, it, it gets my head out of things a bit, um, makes me more present, makes me more thoughtful, of you know, every second I have, and it makes me hate um, people less, <laughs> you know, ah, man, I know a lot of people, I I say a lot of people, but, you know, people who are sometimes chronically online, which I catch myself on sometimes, um, even though I tend not to answer my phone, um, you know, you, you just see something you come across and you just, it's hard not to have a negative reaction to things, but, you know, this project has really helped me just kind of like calm that, that reactionary side of me down and really just like look at the world and being, you know, less spiteful of things and, um, you know, the, the best way I can phrase it is like, you know, since I am everyone, you know, like that topic, I, you know, that idea or theme I've expressed, you know, everybody that's calling me is just an echo of myself, you know, since, since I am everyone that exists, you know, how can I hate them, you know, because really shouldn't be hating yourself. Um, you know, I did that for some short time in my life and I never want to go back to that again. And I don't want to feel that way towards anybody, you know, so, you know, I can confidently say, you know, um, Especially with the help of this project, you know, I don't think there's anyone out there that I hate, you know So In another reason to indebt people, you know, and you know Everyone has their reasons of things of why they did things and Um, you know, if I feel like if I don't understand them then You know that I don't really understand people in the world around me Another aspect about this project and you know how I feel towards it is uh You know hearing so many stories um it's kind of desensitized me a bit. Um, and I'm getting a little worried about this. Um, when I first listened, started listening to these voicemails and, you know, when I first started getting all those calls in, my girlfriend and I actually sat down and listened to so many of them to start um, before I posted anything. And, you know, there are so many voicemails that just left us in tears, really. I mean, a lot of people call about insanely sad things. And it's, it's, it's sometimes even hard to listen to. I mean, there's ones where my girlfriend's like, I can't hear the rest of this one, you know, or even like the lighthearted ones where people talk about, you know, again, like how much somebody impacted their lives, you know, it's a real tearjerker. And, you know, but, you know, lately it's just like when I hear something insanely difficult to listen to, it's, it's still difficult to listen to, but I don't have that reaction anymore. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Um, because I still internally feel the same way, you know, say something, somebody's talking about something really, you know, horrible. Um, you know, I still get that sense of like my heart sinking and, you know, disgust or, you know, depending on what they're talking about. Um, but you know, that, that outside reaction, I kind of just don't have anymore. And so, you know, I'm kind of a little worried about that and I hope callers aren't, you know, getting that way too. It doesn't seem like it, you know, when I when I read all the comments about what people are saying. Um so I don't think so, but you know, if this project exists for long enough, you know, a lot of the um long-time uh audience might start feeling that way. You know, and I I listen to a lot more voicemails than, you know, anybody that listens to the project on the internet, but I hope to keep getting a new audience, um, not like replacing the old one, but keep adding more people so that, you know, new audiences can, can still to feel that, you know, that, uh, strong reaction to, to certain subjects and, and certain excitements and, and such, because, um, I think if, you know, I just have the same audience, you know, established for a long time, you know, the project might get a little stale. I'm trying to fix that on my end too, you know, it's not just the audience, but, um, people listening but you know um, the way I convey the project to which I'm kind of thinking of new ideas here and there but um, so you know another thing that's kind of affecting my life and and you know my reaction to the project you know I just wanted to throw that in there that was a little bit of a tangent I had that written down on my little outline here but um, kind of to go back to the idea of um, people you know in relating to the project being an echo of yourself um you know it's it's really fascinating to watch how many people comment on these videos saying i thought this was me which is fascinating to me and i know on the phone especially like on that voicemail kind of filter i shouldn't say filter i'm i'm not putting any filters on the on the audios but you know like that's just naturally how voices come through phones um It's really fascinating to to hear how many or see how many people think it was actually them calling, you know. And and some of it might be like people exaggerating, you know, like because they're just saying what they're saying is like me. But you know, there's been a lot of genuine comments that I see, you know, on every other video. It seems like where people are like, man, I thought this was me for a second, you know, which goes to show that again that this theme of just everybody calling is just an extension of this human condition is really insane even on the bad stuff, you know, I, I think the, the, one of the more recent cheating ones that I had posted, you know, people are like, you know, I've been in the same boat that was me, you know, and it's really, it's really fascinating. And, and I think too, when people kind of can start admitting to those, the, the, those awful things, um, and I don't really mean to say awful. That seems like too harsh of a criticism, even though that's something I never really want to deal with in my life. Um, But even when people are starting to say, oh, you know, that was me, you know, I I think the videos are starting to open those people up, which is just something I just I'm incredibly proud of. And, you know, it's hard not to think of that Um, where where, you know, all these strangers and and it's mostly you guys calling, you know, that are doing this. So it's not just, you know, me conveying this project, but people calling that are allowing people to kind of have that healing process of you know, that was me and I made a mistake and, or that was me, you know, I was in a low place or, you know, that was me. I loved this person so much, you know, and it's fascinating to me that how much people relate even to the point where they can admit it. Um, like I am right now, you know, on this podcast of how much I feel like this project and everybody calling and listening feel like me at the same time. And it's it's really a wonderful experience. Um, In total, you know, this project has given me a perspective and, and, uh, I'm going to read something from a text message that I kind of sent my girlfriend when, um, you know, there, there's kind of a rough time going on, um, not between us, but just with life and, and, you know, I've been doing a lot of growing, um, since I've left college and, and my perspective on things. And this project's definitely accelerated that. Um, but you know, a little bit of a reflection of my life. You know, this project's kind of forced me to sit down and think about things really and think about the people in my life and everybody that's been in it and all all the things that have happened to me and, you know, and um, gain gain a perspective, a positive perspective on it. So I'm going to read a like a, you know, not the entire text message, but but somewhat of a text message that I would sent my girlfriend. Um, so uh, let me just grab that right now. so I did some reflection on my life and I'm going to give in my soapbox a little bit right here with, with this text message. So <laughs> if you want to go ahead and skip forward a little bit, but you know, um, something I wanted to share. And uh, as I kind of go about how this project affected me, you know, I saw this quote and this is kind of what I want to start with, you know, where, where it said, uh, you know, I, I know I am good and therefore good exists in the world because of me. And I think that's true. Um, a lot of people, you know, watching the news or watching, um, you know, just scrolling through Twitter, man, Twitter has been such a dumpster fire. It seems like, you know, that there's kind of the good in the world's leaving, but you know, it's still out there. Um, you know, when I listen to people's stories and, and I'll, i am kind of reading the text message and talking about it, um, you know, relating to the project here, but we listen to, you know, all the stories of what people have been through or what people, you know, just talk about in general, you know, and I, I can't help but like think, you know, who I am today wouldn't be possible without every single thing that has ever happened to me. Um, you know, who I am is because of all of those things that people usually want to run away from, you know, and, and avoid about their past or, or, you know, might be too sensitive to talk about. And, you know, but, you know, you got to kind of sit back and, and think like, you know, all of these things are, are what made me who I am. And, And I'm thankful for that because I'm proud of who I am. Um, You know, I'm proud of the person I am. I'm proud of what I can be for my family and my loved ones and my friends and, and the art I put out in the world. And, you know, all of those things would not be possible without all of the low, high, and everything in between points in my life. And after listening to so many voicemails and, you know, hearing all these stories that feel like me... Um, it's it's hard for me to look back on anything in my life now and feel negative about it. Um, I spent so much of my life and, you know, I'm I'm not lying when I say this, you know, feeling negative about so many things in my life and, and feeling, you know, sad or depressed. After listening to all of you guys and, and growing up a bit, you know, I'm still relatively young. Um it I I now have gained this this weird understanding that, you know, if I feel negative about the things I've had in my life, then I feel like I lack understanding of uh about my past and and then those things take power over me you know and so you know and I've said this many times already you know this project is giving me kind of an, a perspective on on lives and and people and you know why people do what they do and say what they say and you know and if I lack that understanding, then you know. Or, sorry, let me reverse, but if, I, if I'm if i negative about things that have happened to me, then I lack that understanding, you know. That person, that thing that could have happened to me could have been a caller admitting, you know, or saying why they did that thing, you know. And, you know, it's I'm not saying that person's right or wrong. I'm just saying that there's a level of understanding, you know, that gives you a little bit of peace in your life. And, um, you know, that, and that's kind of what this project has given me. You know, and and to kind of tie it back to to the ancient Greek way of life here, um, you know, because they they legitimately thought. Um, uh, here's a, actually a, a quote. Um, I'm I'm saying this from memory, um, uh, from an ancient Greek like uh, story. But you know, it, it basically goes, "Don't it's it's like don't count any living man happy until he is dead." And that is not to say that. Um, that happiness is when you die but it's more so to say at any given point your life could turn into suffering or you know any given point your your situation can rapidly change and that that quotes following a story about you know this king who thought he had everything and then lost it all um and it was kind of like one of those you know moral life lesson kind of stories and you know and and kind of taking that along with these voicemails you know you know people are kind of just born to suffer that's part of the like human condition and unfortunately you know that seems to be the way of the world and and um but in a way I'm kind of kind of thankful for that because it's offered me a perspective of the world that you know couldn't have happened any other way that specific line of things who led me to who I am um is why I am you know um so you know it's hard to be bitter about those things you know You know, how could I not in some way have love for those things that have happened, you know, because it's caused me, you know, and it's caused all of you who are an extension, an echo of myself and and vice versa, you know, so I I saw this other quote, too, and and I just love it so much, you know, Um, it's on one of those like TikTok slideshows that, you know, just sometimes get me in tears when I'm like going to bed and I'm just like, man, I need to get off my phone, Um But, um, it said, you know, grief is a souvenir of love and, um, you know, grief is what that's saying is, you know, grief is, you know, just an after effect of, um, of our love and, you know, what we're left with when either love exits our life, you know, or some other way. Um, and, you know, and the way I like to say it is, you know, I got a lot of junk and I'm proud of that junk you know all of my souvenirs there's a lot of grief but i'm proud of it you know i'm I'm proud of hoarding all this junk because it's proof it's proof that i've lived life and i've loved and i think that's kind of the point of things and you know going back to 80 percent of these voicemails you know being about that subject you know you know people want to avoid grief and you know understandably i don't like it either but you know when you look back on your life and think about all of that stuff and and all of the souvenirs you have um I think it's somewhat something to be proud of, you know, when somebody exits your life that you've loved, you know, whether it be death or, or breakup or, you know, just a falling out with a friend, you know, it's, it's still something to be proud of, you know, that whole attitude of, you know, be happy that it happened, you know, you know, this isn't, you know, something to be sad over. It's just the end of a story, you know, right. So (laughs) I think I'm done getting on my soapbox there of how, you know, kind of related to me and, you know, what I wanted to talk about, but, um, you know, my hope for everyone watching is that, you know, you kind of look at your life and, you know, come to these same conclusions or, you know, even come to better conclusions than what I'm at right now. Um, you know, you know, I, I just hope everyone, you know, is gaining more of an appreciation for life and, um, you know, not only appreciating the good, but the bad things in life too, you know, not in a, Way that's like, oh yeah, I want bad things to happen, but more so that they did happen, and you know, you know, and I gained, I gained from it in some way, you know, and I and I think that positive spin, you know, because you know, the ancient Greeks had it right, you know, we're born to suffer, so you know, might as well find the positive in it, Um you know, and the, and this whole project's kind of, kind of led me in that direction, and you know, and God, I feel like some <laughs> damn frickin' <laughs> uh like church youth group leader right now just like yeah it's all positive you know and I know it's not and you know I don't mean to downplay anybody's like hard times in life but you know I've been on the other side and it's not pretty and it's not fun and and things get hard and you feel like you're on your last limb at times and you know life is mostly about perspective and in the 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 meaning you put behind it, you know and that's another life lesson I learned, not from this project, but kind of to relate it to things. You know, things only have meaning because you put meaning to it. You know, um, you know, some some lady, you know, might pass me be- wearing red, and you know, my favorite color is red. Um, you know, I might not think of anything of it, but if I take a moment and go, you know, like I'm gonna have a good day because you know that red shirt just reminded me of who I am, or something like that. You know, just make something up. You know that y- you just gained meaning out of life, even though. It didn't really exist, but you put it there, you know, and that goes for anything in life that has meaning. And so, you know, and I and I hope that everybody doing that is doing the same with their lives. And, you know, when they listen to these voicemails and hear people talk about these things, you know, they're they're starting to put meaning to things um, because I think that's what makes life worth living a little bit. Um, you know, how are you relating to the caller? And, you know, do you value things the same way that they do? And, and I feel like the answer is probably going to be most of the time yes. Um, and like as a blanket statement to kind of wrap up all of this this yapping I'm fucking doing, um, you know I think life, you know this this project's told me life would be a whole lot better to you know start thinking you know bad can happen just you know just as much as good but you know as long as we provide each other with this this blanket of under- understanding you know um, things will become a lot easier. If I get done wrong, you know, I can't just look back and think about things selfishly. You know, I got to think about the other person, too, because, you know, once again, they're an extension, an echo of myself and life happens, life suffer, you know, life's suffering, you know, we're no different than people were in 2000 BCE. And and that's insane to me. (laughs) I almost want to start talking about religion, but, you know, to be honest, I'm not a religious person, you know, but, you know, 2000 BCE, that that stuff didn't even exist then to even affect the way we think about life. And yet we're still thinking the same way. And it's really insane. It's really, it's really beautiful. Honestly, you know, we're, we're a decent chunk into the podcast here. And, you know, I, I think I've gotten, you know, overstayed my welcome about talking about myself and you know what I might expect from you guys. So, you know, I'm going to move on to the more lighthearted stuff or, and, and, um, get more down to, you know, other people's, questions and concerns about the project and so i'm gonna go over some frequently asked questions here about you know what people commonly ask in the comments about you know certain things so you know <laughs> the most common question i get is uh, what's the number and how do i call um which you know i hate to say this i thought it'd be pretty obvious at least you know i you know just click on my profile and you know the number is just right on that link but for those of you who might be listening to this and have no idea what this is even about, um, you know, the number is 608-856-4955. And honestly, some of the reasons why the number is hard to find um, is because social medias actually like their policies prevent people from posting like personal information and I remember when actually this this is a crazy thing um and I think TikTok is a is good for this but uh TikTok actually my original video on my personal profile that that blew up um and started this project um in the middle of it just gaining instant popularity it it got taken down because it was like personal information um but if you appeal TikTok and say hey like um you know i don't i think this was taken down wrongfully in which i did um an actual person will, will review it And i think an actual person looked at it and said oh like this is like not somebody trying to like dox or you know s- scam or whatever you know so they put the video back up and it was allowed to gain more popularity you know and so i you know i i just kind of want to avoid that from happening again like even if you if i just put text on the video or say it out loud like you know algorithms you know in the modern day and age here on instagram or whatever social media you're posting on they can you know they have audio um intelligence and you know things scanning the video to see if things like that get posted you know so that it just stays off the platform which it's you know in most cases it's a good thing but you know for this project it's hard so i try not to post my uh I try not to post like my direct information on anything, or at least the phone number I should say, because it has a chance of getting pulled down and then also getting a strike on the account. And you know, it, like TikTok, for example, if you get like three fuck ups, like they take that, you, they like will delete your account. So, you know, that's kind of a preventive thing. So on all of my social medias, there should be at least a link somewhere and where the number will just be directly displayed. So, um, Another common question I get is can I call outside of the US? And um I've looked into this. It's it's strange because my provider for this whole voicemail project says that I can I can accept calls from anywhere outside the US. Um and it helps to have an internet connection if, you know, people are calling from somewhere that depends on that. Um but I I think it comes down to your internet service provider and or not your internet shoot. Your phone service provider. Um, and if they allow like, you know, out of country calls and if, you know, you get a charge for it, you know, and then, and then I, at that point it's kind of out of my hands. So, you know, anybody calling, um, I, I don't know how to approach the situation for, um, outside of the U S calls. Cause you should be able to call. Um, I've actually had people from say the UK call me, you know, I get somebody with a British accent and, and a weird phone number and it's definitely from outside the country. So it is possible, but um, I'm just not sure exactly how people are able to do that um, so um, how long can the call be so the provider I have shuts off the or like ends your voicemail at 3 minutes so that's the longest voicemails I'll ever post because they get cut at 3 minutes unless I happen to find the other call that they made and they decided to finish it but um, but yeah you're you're limited to 3 minutes but you can call as many times as you want um, the next most common question I get asked is how are voicemails picked um and it is pretty much a random system um I have this large database um uh in multiple locations, so in case like you know something random happens like a hard drive fails you know it's it's backed up somewhere um and since there's a hundred thousand calls, like it's kind of a hard file to go and pick through so I'll just go there and I'll pick just random ass voicemails like a couple hundred voicemails and then I'll put that into a little pool and another file file location um, for when I go to edit them and then that's what I'm picking from like randomly um, and then you know if, if I come any, across any of those junk ones that are you know hard to understand or don't have anything and then I'll just kind of like set those aside but um so yeah, it's just random. And then, so it's like, it's like double random because I pick it from that huge database and then, and then I pick it from that smaller file. Um, so, um, a lot of people ask, when will I see my voicemails? And that's a pretty difficult question to answer because since things are random and I really don't put preferential treatment over anything other than like, you know, like I said, like things that don't have anything in the line, um, or people just that just call and say, hi, um, which I have posted before, but, um, you know, you could have called and then three days later it been on there or you could have called a year ago and it showed up. Um, so because it's random, you know, I can't guarantee. And because there's a hundred thousand voicemails, I can't guarantee your voicemail will get featured. Um, so that question's a little unanswerable. Um, so I apologize about that. It, you know, if you're calling just to see, just to see and hear your voice, um, and I'm looking into options in, in the future so people can do that. But, you know, I, I this project as of its existence is more just to, to listen to strangers. Um, so, you know, I'm sorry if you called and that's what you're hoping for. Um, but it's really just random of when people get posted. Um, where is the project? So the project right now exists on Spotify um, for the podcast. Spotify, YouTube, and... Um, uh, Apple's platform. I think it's Apple podcast. Um, and then for social media, it's on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, and so far that's where it exists. Um, I'm looking to expand into other areas just, you know, to get more people listening to your guys' calls, but that's where it's at mostly right now. Um, uh, next, <laughs> Uh, where's the website? Uh, so I dropped the ball on this. Um, I naively promised the website early on. Um, I think I just hit the mic. I hope that wasn't too loud. Early on, I promised a website and that was pretty naive of me because, um, what I want to do on the website is host all of the voicemails so that people can kind of click through randomly like I do and listen to them. Um, and it won't convey any personal information, which, I don't have any on these voicemails. The voicemail file files only offer me the person's phone number and then the date and time they called. That's like, as if you were just getting a call any other day on your phone line, that's all the information I get. So that stuff will also not be posted um, on the website, but that's kind of the future version of the website. Um, but I dropped the ball on that. It's it's insanely difficult, I'm finding out, to host that many files on a website for people to randomly click through. Um, and and with with my life being so busy and 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 such um because I do so many other things and just uh then just work and then work on this project um you know I I couldn't really get to the finish line with that one so that's definitely a goal for for 2024 in this project so everybody w- wondering where the where the um the website is yeah I'm, I'm sorry I dropped the ball on that totally but you know I'm I'm, I'm figuring it out so um uh, personal info. So a lot of people either criticize the the voicemails or, or wonder about, you know, personal information being shared. Um, and like I mentioned, all I, all I receive is the phone number, which I'll never share with anybody. And then, um, the date and time called. So anybody calling and any personal information they share is voluntary. Um, you don't have to share any of that stuff. So, you know, once people share those things, it's kind of out of my hands and I kind of take that as you know they're sharing it for that reason on purpose, um, so you know I, I you know, as it goes for personal information, that's really all I get. So if you if any callers give me any more personal information, you know that's kind of just where I'm left at. You know, especially when these are picked randomly, um, I gotta assume that people are voluntarily giving that up, which they are. I mean, if people call. My voicemail states that it's part of a project, you know, um, that's that's kind of expected, I feel like, out of the callers a little bit. So when it goes to personal information, that's kind of what the project entails. Um, any co- other, like, common questions? I think I've answered probably at some point along here, um, but I... I actually have a Twitter account for this project and it's on the link tree, but I haven't really been active at all on it, but I, I plan to use the Twitter account as kind of project updates and frequently asked questions. So, so if you have a question, um, you know, feel free to go over there and at me or, you know, look for it on the Twitter profile. I'll plan to pin like a, like a main tweet that has a thread of like frequently asked questions. But, um, and also on that Twitter, I'll be like, you know, I'm out on vacation, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like don't expect any posts. Um, that's if anybody's actually waiting for posts, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just assuming this this project's kind of consumed my life. So um uh future plans, I've already talked about kind of um uh the website, so that's definitely still on the radar. Um I I made and you know the the whole video kind of pointing at this podcast that I alluded to at the beginning. Um the video kind of explaining um my merch or my yeah my merch situation um merch is definitely on my mind um and I don't know how to do that in a tasteful way so um I'm still kind of you know doing that you know the only merch I've made was was shirts and stickers for myself and my friends so um you know that giveaway you know is kind of an appreciation thing but actually selling things you know I'm not sure how to do that in a nice tasteful way um So still figuring that out, but that's on the radar, um, monetizing in general, that's on the radar. You know, I spend so much time on this, on this project, you know, um, you know, and I would do it without money. Um, but you know, subtle ways of advertise are, you know, monetizing my content. Um, I'm, I'm open to, and I'm kind of figuring out right now. So, um, you know, trying my best not to be a sellout. And I understand people's criticism of that, but I'll never display like an ad or like a sponsorship, like directly on the project. I I think that's very, very distasteful, but you know, like I, I wouldn't be, you know, I'm not going to say no to people that want to give me a donation or something like that, you know, um, for all of the work that I've put into this project. Um, you know, so monetization is definitely on the table for me. Um, I haven't done that yet. I'm actually probably, in the negative, like, $2,000 for this project so far, so, um, you know, um, I, I wouldn't quite call me a sellout yet, but, uh, but that's definitely on the table for future plans of this project, and, and I only ever want to do it in a tasteful way, and if it's not in a tasteful way, like, please, like, criticize the fuck out of me, because, you know, like, I, I don't want to be that, you know, person that just cares about money, because I really don't, um, so, so anyways, um, and then other, like, ways of conveying this project, I don't want to just limit it to voicemails, but, you know, I want to express other ideas as well. I know the phone number that I provide can be texted as well. So, um, you know, if people feel free to text it, I, I might not have an idea for it right away, but at some point if I have a catalog of texts, you know, um, I might do that some way. I'm also thinking of some sort of, like, live stream where people can, like like, interact live with other people anonymously about this project um but i have a lot of other future plans that i plan to go through on this project so i i I don't want to give those away because there's actually some copycat accounts that have popped up out there um but uh so yeah um that's kind of (laughs) i think it's been like an hour and a half jesus i'm gonna have fun editing this one um all in all you know i hope i answered any questions or you know at least gave some insightful things maybe Hopefully didn't get on my soapbox too too much. But uh, uh, with all of that being said, I just want to, again, thank you all for calling and thank you for listening. Um, I hope you all have a great 2024. I hope you're doing great. Um, And if not, or if you are, um, feel free to give some more calls. Um, I just want to let you all know that I love and understand you. Um, So with that being said, thank you. Uh, Thanks for listening to me yap for the past hour and whatever. And uh, catch you around. Goodbye.